Welcome back to What the Fumble. It's Adam. I play Lenara. Or Stiletto. Or Lenara. Depending on what Justin's making me roll this week. And I know you all know how the internet works. So why don't you hit those buttons while we hit you with the next episode of What the Fumble. Tricks are for kids. You know what my favorite D and D monster is mm, the Abolith. Oh, that fish! <laughs> yeah, it's like that fish that like can read your mind if you're swimming in the same water yeah, yeah, that it's yeah. in. Oh. Yeah, I love that thing. You've Justin's he's done some good Aboliths. Are There's, you asking me to throw an Abolith in here? Is that what you please, just did? No, mm, don't give him ideas. <laughs> I, I'd be impressed if you could fit one into this setting. I yeah, just, yeah. cell number four. So, <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of snot coming out from underneath the like little food hole. It's great. Yeah. Tiny little fish tank and tiny little baby Abolith. Yeah. I mean, there's a big old sea out there. Oh no! That's oh, right. good point. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to stay another night in the? Abolites are fun. I feel uh, Soby just opened the first two pages of the monster manual, and it's like A B. Oh look at that! That's got teeth. That's hey. Cool. That's all he needs sometimes. That's cute that you think I open D and D books. <laughs> 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 I don't read. <laughs> oh man! Oh, the truth hurts sometimes. <laughs> Colin, you got a favorite monster? Yeah, I uh, compared to Sobi, um, I was that weird kid who would like bring the monster manual to school and read it. Um, and the Chaos Beast uh, is so weird and so cool that like um, I think in the 3.0 manual there was like this art of a dude slowly turning into a sponge um, and just being and that just like goes that just like goes through my head every so often i'm like hey at least we're not fighting one of those um, is that have they reskinned that for I, 5e i don't think they have i don't it doesn't i, don't I can't remember that one think so sounds horrible though sounds horrible adam you got one favorite monster go flump <laughs> good old flump. Good answer. They're answer. just so cute very good time those flumps uh-huh just screaming in existential dread. Uh, yeah, floating around, not hurting anybody. Oh, they're adorable. They're adorable. David, what you got? You got one? Might uh, as well keep this up Yeah, ab- absolutely. Let's keep this going. I mean... Yeah. Giving Justin ideas. B- believe it or not, it's just typical goblins because you can always do funny things with goblins. Goblins are a good time. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's always something comical about them, I find. And it's true. Adds, adds a nice comedic relief to the nitty-gritty bandit grind that you normally see at low level. You put a bunch of goblins and flumps in a room and it just <laughs> really writes itself. Episodes write themselves. What you got, Miles? You got one? Well, now I feel like a jerk because David said goblins and it feels like I'm one-and-upping him. Um, uh, but uh, I actually enjoy the hierarchy of hobgoblins. Oh. Uh, oh. With, uh, like, their... You know, well, I like bugbears. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it's like 
you know, their weaponized communism or weaponized imagination is absolutely hilarious. But if we're looking for something that's not like a wide swath of people, uh, the corpse flower is also pretty hilarious in my mind. That's a good one. Yeah. It's like a giant Venus flytrap kind of thing, isn't it? I'm yeah. Pretty and, sure it, and is. it can eat corpses and heal and it can spit corpses at you. It's, 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 oh, that's cool. It reminds me it's something of something. It reminds me of those corpse spitters from Diablo 2. Oh. Um, uh, but like a flower. <laughs> so it's, it's, I don't know. I like that, that kind of, that kind of, you know, utility. And hobgoblins. Yeah. And hobgoblins. Militaristic hobgoblins. Good times. My favorite, since you're all asking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cerebral vampires, I think. These things are oh, wicked. Awesome. <laughs> <They are> fucking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Absolutely badass. Yeah, I love them. Mm-hmm. You want to go? You want to try to escape from some? Yelp. Yeah, I More think it's about anything. time. Yeah, let's get let's get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> I think so. Let's let's do this thing. So we left off mid jailbreak here, fellas. Mid jailbreak, you've knocked out the surveillance, right? Racked yes. up a whole bunch of XP. Murdering those poor husks of people. Oh, the helpless husks of people. Yeah, it's true. An act of mercy, probably, in Tess's mind. Yeah. The kind that gets you a shitload of XP, though. Mm. <laughs> are there, are there any more helpless people in, in here? Like, uh, just like, can we kick open some of these? <laughs> Maybe so. Cell doors? Maybe so. I'll just have some the, more catatonic uh, people. I'll have the patients start running onto your swords. Isn't Cell supposed to be the evil person here? Like, <laughs> as far as you know, you don't know me. <laughs> but surveillance is down, and then you guys made your way to Van Richten's cell, blew his door down, uh, kicked it down. Heck yeah. Kicked Van Richten's door down, scooped him up, uh, Looster scooped him up, and he called you by your dad's name, he called you Laman Venari. Asked you if you had your rosary kicking around. What's been in David's thoughts all week? What are you thinking? Did you see that coming? No, I did not. Um, because as far as Looster knows is, how the hell does Van Richten know Lamin? And the fact that he knows the last name, too. I know he's kind of gone about doing his own thing, but there was nothing even remotely within Looster's memory. It's a good point. He knows of, the last name, too, right? Yeah. yeah. So Oh, so Lustra is like, I have no idea how you know that, and I have no recollection of any kind of, even an inkling of how you know me or my family. Just remind us the significance of, like, he knows your last, your dad's last name. He knows the last name. What does that mean the, to so Lustra? The, so the last name is the bloodline name, Venari, and uh, when it comes to, like, dragonborn culture, Dragonborns very are a very proud race. They lean on themselves and themselves first, and ideally themselves alone, uh, to gain a dragonborn's trust and to get that last name is kind of like I treat you as an equal as to a dragonborn. And I don't know to to throw that pride into a different race is something that's almost taboo usually amongst dragonborn culture. And like an, a bloodkin honorary dragonborn, essentially? Yeah, ba- essentially is what it would be. Wow. Right? So t- so for Van Richten to know that off the bat through my father in this particular case, well, obviously he must be in very good standing, but Looster is kind of running through his mind. It's like, why was I never told of this person? Because if he had that much of an impact to gain that kind of trust, 
he felt like he should have at least heard of him, but he hasn't. But then it also brought back to when he got lost to the mists that he knew what the mists were. So certain things are kind of coming together in his head, but he's in the middle of a jailbreak and can't really think about it right now. But the, the echo of that thought is in there. So he's just processing at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Not only does your dad, or does Van Richten know your dad, but it sounds like your dad must have a lot of trust for Van Richten. Just drop that last name. So that's interesting. That's fun. <laughs> Speaking of Van Richten, uh, so I've, I'm assuming here that you guys are all robe and mask. Everyone's in the robe and mask, right? Indeed. Yes. Uh, yep. Van Richten kind of in his cell was uh, keeping his mask kind of on the top of his head so that he could uh, continuously find and re-lose his glasses. <laughs> but now, you know, now that we're got them all scooped up, I'm assuming you're making Van Richten cloak and mask as well. Yeah. That's that the idea. Yep. So you've got him in your arms. Doesn't take long at all. It's like, if we're going anywhere, I won't go without my glasses. <laughs> Has anyone seen them? Uh, they're pin, they're pinned this? behind your collar there. So they are. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> but what's going through everyone else's mind? You've got Van Richten ready to go. What's the plan? What's the direction? What are we doing? There's so many options. I can't wait to see where this goes. I can't wait. What are we doing? Well, we got to get outside. That's like the main next step, right? I feel like that's yeah. got to be it. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the only way the, the the shortest path would be through the cellar into the kitchen and right out the door. But there's also an eastern exit and there's the front door, a mm. couple windows in this place, that kind of thing. But all of them involve going upstairs in one way or another. Yeah. And through the kitchen, which has people in it. Yeah, we know that, that could people immediately are always go up. Yeah, I don't think we have much of a choice. We yeah, have to at least fair. get to the kitchen, assess damage from there, and then surely we can poke our head outside, see if it's coast is clear or not. Otherwise, we may consider the eastern exit. We should probably expect a fight upstairs, though. I feel like that's kind of a safe assumption. If we're going to go through the kitchen, I feel like we can expect a fight in the kitchen. Hmm. I don't know about our chances of sneaking our way through there. I'm not saying it's not worth a shot. I'm just saying maybe maybe we expect some combat. Well, we either do this stealthily or we do this quickly. I feel there are two options. Yeah. So if we're going to do this, I feel like as long as we can stay stealthed, do that. But as soon as we're break stealth, we're making a break for it. No holds barred. Just book it. I mean, if we can keep everything like... If there are, if all the doors and entrances to the kitchen are closed, we might be able to clear it before something bad happens. Hold on. Wait, we do know that Van Richten is supposed to be transported tonight. So what if we have Van Richten in our, in say my arms and say, we're just gonna preemptively get him loaded onto the ship. In what language though? Oh shit. That's right. Yeah. Um, if they're upstairs and in the kitchen. There's the potential they're slaves and or indentured servants, and they might be from outside of this uh, domain and maybe no common or something else. If um, that's the case, we tell them hide so they don't die. Alternatively, Cell um, could cast Minor Illusion and cast a sound of Dr. Heinfroth's voice um, uh, on the other side of the room, and then we just sneak through. 
I feel like that's that's a risky move. Where I, I mean, mean, yeah, lying. Whenever we try to lie to these people, it's always gone pretty badly. I it's feel. not lying; it's misdirection. Like different, eh. different things. Although that actually is a fair point. I'm not sure. No, minor illusion can make sounds and voices yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When Slash was um, in the in the special room. Like, Heinfroth talked to you in a disembodied voice, so maybe that's a thing that could be a little bit normal in in this place. Like, he doesn't yeah. seem like the kind of person to sully his fingers with the peons. And we know he speaks common. I mean, that might not be the worst thing in the world, but it's also a gamble because we we know at least some of these pirates, or not pirates, but the the sailors just there were there are some people here who don't speak common for sure but if if nothing else it turns their heads a different direction and then we can hit them in the back of the head eh, fair i think it's a good ace in our pocket uh i'm gonna propose maybe we try taking the eastern passage since uh i know lustrous got to see it uh when we were in the surveillance room the first time mm-hmm. and there seems to maybe be less people in that room than there would be the kitchen probably maybe it's a good shot to try that first and then if things start to go south we can start you know using our misdirection tricks well yeah but no matter what we have to go through that kitchen oh right yeah right because the only way out of the cellar is we have to go up the stairs and then we hit the kitchen that's the first room gotcha okay yeah my mental map was a little off yeah so the real question becomes which way do we misdirect if at all you know do i misdirect so that we can go to the eastern door do we misdirect so that we can go right outside yeah, you're pretty confident, like, from an architectural standpoint, I guess, from down here in the basement, you got to go upstairs, got to go, those stairs lead right to the kitchen. In the kitchen, there's a door that goes outside, leads to the western, uh, but then there's another door in the kitchen that goes further into the manor. Uh, oh, I'm so So, curious. you know, there's at least one room in between the kitchen and that eastern one that Lucifer saw. Okay. Oh, man. And it's most likely a stairwell and, like, maybe a foyer of some kind, if if I had to guess. But we don't have to go up in that direction. So I think we should try and get them, if we are going to misdirect, misdirect them to the eastern side while we leave through the western side. Yeah, that sounds that yeah. sounds like a good idea. I, I, I'm, I'm for that idea. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. If we need misdirection, of course. Yeah. Like, who knows? Maybe these people are just, like, wage workers, and they're just, like, going to be like, I'm cleaning. Why are these people here? Who cares? Get this. Well, yeah, we all do look the same. We do have to take that in consideration with the robes and the masks. So maybe we just walk like we own the place. So what, what I'll do instead is Salash will go first, and if they look at me and they don't do anything, then I can message one of you guys to say, hey, they don't care. Let's go. If they do care, you'll hear in a hurry, you can come up and, you know, crack some skulls, you know? Just make sure you cast message when you're not right in front of them. I feel like staying as a group would be the thing to do, because regardless of how many people come up the stairs, there's they're going to notice people coming up the stairs. And I just... I'm not sure that I'm comfortable with, like, maybe they're all vampires, and then Slash would have a round surrounded by vampires with none of us there. Well, we also have to realize that, you know, even if they were vampires, I don't think they would be willing to show it 
and lift up their masks. Remember what Rainer did? He had to come downstairs into the cellar to, to eat on that, that spine, right? Yeah, fair. So they're not exactly keen on, on revealing themselves super quick. At least, if I had to guess. Yeah, we're making a lot of assumptions here, and it scares me. Yeah, <laughs> on, you can't plan for all of them. Can't plan no. for all of them. The well, best thing we can do now is walk up there and try and walk out the door. If they try to stop us, we stay in that room, deal with the threat in that room, and reassess. Yeah. And I'd say, just in the event that things go loud, we should potentially spread out to cover the exits. Yeah. Because if one of them gets out of that room, then... Yeah, we got to find a way if we can lock the, lock the door or block the doors. Yeah. Even um, so they can't leave, yeah. <laughs> and one thing that we can control, I mean, thinking ahead here, is we're passing by the cellar. There's lots of food in that cellar, wasn't there? Yeah. So we have a bag of holding, and we're about to go out into God knows where... Maybe we should get our fill of the food from this cellar, shove it in the bag of holding before we leave. You know, that's that's a good point. That's Provisions. not a bad idea, yeah. Get some hardtack in there. That, as long as we got booze, actually, I'm, I'm all good. <laughs> hardtack, booze, oh, mangoes. Get to that. Uh, uh, Liquid yeah. diet. Pepperoni, please. <laughs> oh, pepperoni and beer. Can't ask for more. Mm. Fried pepperoni now. Mm. Well, sounds like we've got... The beginnings of a plan, at least. So I think, I think it's so. time time to to head up to the cellar and I mean, no matter the, the plan, it's got to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No matter the plan, the cellar and kitchen are involved. Right. Yep. Yeah. No matter the plan. So we block we block the exits for sure, regardless of what happens. You leave yeah. that to to Big Boy Merlin. Yeah, uh, he's, <laughs> he's got, got at least one door. Van Richten. You know. Yeah, I can't do shit if I'm carrying Van Richten. Uh, would it be prudent to leave him in the cellar? While we deal with the threat in the kitchen. Well, if in the event that there's not a threat, we would just come up and then immediately have to go back down and get him. <laughs> and then come back up again. That would look weird. Yeah, fair enough. You so. know, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find this quite rude. Oh, sorry, Van Richten. I didn't... I, I swear I don't usually talk in that deep of a voice. <laughs> So oh. is that the plan? Are we go in the cellar? What's going on? What's, what's just, yeah? What's yeah. I'm we're we're going to head to the cellar and stock up. And while yeah. we're walking along the way, I'll even say to Van Richten, "Hey, look, I know I'm carrying you, but are you able to stand on your own and move around? Okay, of or? course I am. What was your name again? <laughs> Lustra. Lustra, is it? You look like someone I knew once. Yes, put me down. Uh, can I do an in, can of, I can I do uh, an insight check to see can he actually move on his own like or is he just, sure. or, is, or is he just putting on bravado? Have an insight check on his legs. Oof, that's a seven. He <laughs> sounds convinced. He's gonna go down like a sack of potatoes. Okay, well if you can move on your own, I'll set him down. He goes down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy. <laughs> okay, look, here's just you, like. <laughs> like if if she wasn't wearing she pulls up her mask to just give you this incredulous look he said he could walk i wanted to test it of course what, i can walk what out of everything we've experienced with mr van richten made you think that <sighs> you just threw an old man you <laughs> i set him down to see if he could walk like sure we just executed eight innocent husks but like Lustra, this is going too far. Look, he knows he, to the wall. <laughs> he knows my father. Obviously, he's trustworthy. Well, that's that's something for you to say. I mean, what do we have in common here, really? 
other than the fact that we don't want to be here. Not wanting to be somewhere isn't really the best grounds to build trust. I mean, isn't it good enough for now? Is it? Is it enough to to bet my life on you? I just... I'm just saying it's... That's the only thing that binds us. If I'm going to put my life in your hands, then... I'm I'm sorry. This might be a bad time, but I need something more substantial than that. So what did you need from me then? She looks like really hard at each one of you and says I need to be able to trust you let me ask I'm going to ask just each of you a question and I, I want you to answer me honestly with no pretense looks at Slash with no angle with no personal investment just tell me the truth. All right? Can you do that? Absolutely. I do hate to interrupt, but if you don't mind asking them if they've seen my glasses while you're at it. <laughs> uh, they're in your front pocket. No, oh, there they are. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> of course, of course. Wait, you're immediately trying to put hang them on Lustra's horn. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, she looks to Merlin, walks up to him, puts a hand on his shoulder. She says, Merlin, the only other thing we really know about you is you speak of your father with reverence and respect and like he's, you talk about him like he's supposed to be feared by others and you use him as a threat almost, but, but what is your father to you? Uh, honestly, he's, well, how do I put this? Uh, He's kind of a piece of garbage, too, to be honest. He he kicked me out on my 18th birthday. Uh, that's kind of why I'm why I'm here, to be honest. If if I didn't if I didn't get kicked out, I wouldn't even be in this mess. What, what kind of person does that to their child? Uh, like something about me being lazy and you know not living up to the family name and you know needing to make a name for myself outside. I don't know. I didn't really, I didn't really understand it all too much. But all I know is that he he holds the the you know the power over the will, and you know he's not got much left, and he's not long for this earth. And when he goes, uh, my family's fortune it's all going to go to my stupid brother. And if I don't if I don't prove myself worthy to him, then I'm not going to get my name on that will. So before he dies, I got to make sure that I. You know, that he sees me as someone respectable. Um, Tess takes her hand off your arm and says, Thank you. So, can I get a job? (laughs) 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 Definitely. Okay, thanks. The glasses. Ask him about the glasses. (laughs) Oh, have you seen... Have you seen Venrichten's glasses? Back left pocket. He checks, and sure enough, thank you, dear. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. Lustra. Mm-hmm. Uh, she walks up to you as well, um, goes to, like, reaches up and puts her hand, like, on your chest because she can't really reach your shoulder because you're super fucking tall. <laughs> um, 
and says, You're looking for your father and Rina? Tell me, if it meant leaving here with them in tow, would you leave us behind? No. I told you guys before, we're Venari. I'm not doing that if it's it's either all of us or none of us. Even if it meant none of us got out? All of us or none of us. Again, she, um, she like pats you on the chest and says, thank you. Linara. Um, she goes and stands very close to you and says, who is Stiletto? She blinks behind the mask a little bit. And she just takes a second, given everything she's just gone through hours ago. She goes, Stiletto was the mask to make sure that any of my activities would not follow me into my regular life. So I could still go to school and still learn. And She protects you. She's your armor then? More like a cloak of shadows a misdirection so you can live both lives thank you and also um fuck Tess Mary Lustra kill Slash (laughs) (laughs) that's what you wanted to ask right <laughs> Wait, who wasn't picked for anything? Merlin wasn't picked for anything. Uh, Merlin, man. I'd make Merlin. The That's all right. <laughs> Van Richten didn't either, if it makes you feel better. Yeah. How rude. <laughs> That's fucking edible. Never mind. <laughs> we will unpack that one later. Also, have you seen Van Richten's glasses? He's chewing on them, but in that like sexy way, like a sexy librarian right now. I, that's an odd way to describe your patriarch, but all right. Yeah, it was very close. It was just three votes behind you. Oh, boy. That's but exactly thanks. what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, but, uh, yeah, she lightly touches your shoulder and says, I appreciate that. And then she turns to Slash. <laughs> Why do you have to say it's so mean? Come on. Oh, who knows? Who knows? (laughs) Um, She approaches you and says, Slash, with no pretense, with no angle, no personal agenda, I need you to answer me this. What is your favorite color? Slash raises an eyebrow. You're not going to ask me of things of trust or of... Things of value, if you are insistent, my favorite color is red. It was very difficult for you to answer that. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Honestly, I was just hoping to get something from you that wasn't fed to you from your little friend. That must have been very difficult for you. Okay, ask a what? (laughs) What I want is I want your belief. I want your belief that I am what you need me to be. And this is true of all of you. I study the way you work, the way that I work, and I realize that there is value to 
more than just what Uwanti part of me there is. I've always believed that my human side is weak and worthless. So while I am utilitarian, perhaps, and perhaps receive guidance in unconventional ways, truly. And he he almost looks and like, like snaps in Tess's direction to get eye contact. Truly, I want you to believe in me. Tess sort of nods. I would like to be able to do that too, Silash. Let's see about finding you something red. But right now, I think that's enough for me to trust you. For Sil- now. Silash bows in a very genteel fashion. What do the other three of you think of that? Uh, you just Merlin's pretty confused. Little, like your little friend who's feeding stuff to you. Are you wearing a wire, you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Are you the feds? <laughs> I thought this was a sexual tension thing and she was referencing his dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're just thinking with your little friend, Salash. Uh, so Luster will pipe up. So you get advice in unconventional ways. Elaborate? Like, what do you mean by that? Is this like a belief system or like a god or is it something else? It is certainly not a god by any stretch of the imagination. However, this is a topic that is better elaborated on when we are not in danger, and I will elaborate further. For now, understand that I made this decision back when we were on our raft, floating adrift in the sea, that I trust all of you, and that you are all strong enough to carry your will and your beliefs. These are enough for now. More trust is certainly, as I'm learning, is something that is clearly necessary to advance our existing situation. But that is not something I can discuss in the basement. So let's head to the cellar. Yes, this is quite an odd place to have chosen for a picnic. I would have brought a (laughs) pillow had I known we were going to be in this hallway for 15 minutes. Has anyone seen my glasses? (laughs) I believe they are hanging from the horn of the dragonborn. Oh. Oh, so they are. How'd you do that? <laughs> I'm not even sure. I thought I was sitting down here on the ground. And you're like seven feet tall. <laughs> Didn't even see it happen. It took you about like seven tries to toss them up there. We, Anyways, let's head to the cellar, fill up that bag of holding a food, and try our best to go through the kitchen. Van Richten, we're going to have to keep quiet. So Quiet, yes, of course. I know you've been quiet, but I'm just saying is that we don't want you errantly asking for your glasses in the middle of us being in the no, kitchen. No, I have no intentions of speaking at inopportune <laughs> moments. <laughs> no intentions whatsoever. Not 20 all around for your stealth. It'd be a shame if something were to happen. Have any of you chefs seen my glasses? <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I uh, I would imagine we head into... So, actually, maybe we should... Or, sorry for taking the reins on this, Justin. Maybe we should establish a marching order? Uh, person who's going to kick the door first. <laughs> I feel like it should not be me. <laughs> I mean, I'd say Lustra in the middle, and then two people up front, two people in back. Uh, Merlin, Tess, Lustra, Slash, uh, Lunara, that order. Sound good to you? Works for me. And Lustra's picking Van Richten back up? Correct. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. There's my goodness. Oh, off again, are we? Where is it that we're going? Uh, oh, you do remind me of someone who I once knew. His name was Lamon. Yes, yes, yes. It's 
we've been over this, my father, yes. Have we? Your father? And you have a seemingly a, uh, you know what this means, and I dangle my rosary in front of him. Oh, yes, I've seen something like this before. Have you seen my glasses? <laughs> yes, they're they're in your front pocket. Oh, there they are. There they are. Put the rosary back on my horn. Okay, let's do, let's just go. We're going to be caught in a loop here. So mm. conversation for maybe a couple of days later. Yes, <laughs> he's caught in week. a loop, and that one's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so head to the cellar. Heading right. to the cellar. You guys make your way to the cellar then successfully. Hopefully for the last time. Hopefully the last time we walk through this cellar. You're shoving a bunch of provisions into the uh, bag-o holding? Absolutely. Yeah. Dried mango, fried pepperoni. It's just the only two things we need, right? Yeah. I think so. Maybe another. Is there there any more alcohol in here? The question I have to ask you is how long do you want to spend looking for alcohol? Um, as long as we goddamn need, right? That's, that's the only answer. <laughs> no, I think we've, we've kind of, you know, we've got, that's <laughs> a good point. I guess from Merlin's perspective, it's, uh, this is a different question. Uh, yeah, like we've said in the past, it's kind of one of those things. A quick glance means a higher DC and spending 30 minutes here means a much lower DC. So um, it's up to you. We got Van Richten at 1215. Um, how long did it take to do our little, little spiels here? Do you think what 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 are we sitting at on the clock? Uh, you've had Van Richten for a good twenty minutes at this point. That was a that was a yeah. decent conversation yeah. you guys just had. I would say taking a quick five minutes to rummage through wouldn't be wouldn't be terrible. I mean, in the event that we're going to be dealing with cerebral vampires at in any capacity, I'd say it's worth the extra ten minutes. Extra ten? Yeah, I'll take it. You guys are going to put 10 minutes into this? 10 minutes. Yes. 10 minutes. Sure thing. Someone will give me an investigation, whoever wants to. Uh, uh, and I, I would like to say before lead. this starts, um, I would like to keep an eye on the stairwell and just kind of play lookout. Absolutely. And I think we can make this investigation with advantage, too, because I'm assuming the yep. rest of you aren't just standing there. I, right? I can, Merlin I'll, I'll is bloodhounding this. <laughs> so that is minus two for stress. That's a six. And thank God for advantage... Not much better. Uh, that is plus four minus two is 11. <laughs> 11, no, you don't find any more booze aside from, I mean, you you have booze already, but you don't find any more. Okay. Okay, but we definitely find enough, like, food? Food, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cool. You can fill it to the brim if you want. There's enough. There's more food than the bag of holding can hold. So you can literally fill it to the brim if you want. Um, I would feel like enough food for us for at least two days, I feel like would be. You should have at least, you know, 10, 20 pounds of food in there. Yeah. Something like that, I cool. guess. There you go. Two days worth, whatever that comes out to. Sounds good to me. Got to cool. feed the bag, man. <laughs> That's it. All right. Okay. I'd all, I'd, I'd say too, in the 10 minutes of being in the cellar, uh, if you remember, there's no, uh, door in between the cellar and the kitchen, just stairs, just open stairs. And 10 minutes of uh, being down here is enough to, you can hear there's 100% uh, someone in the kitchen. There's a little bit of movement up there, you know, creaking, floorboards, that kind of thing, like somebody's up there. Okay, but they're not doing prep or you don't hear anymore. No, you don't hear the typical kitchen pot and pan thing. Okay. But somebody's definitely up there, though. 
And based on the footsteps, could I be able to hear? It was, it's literally just one person and that's it? Or uh, there more? That's survival. Uh, that's 13. 13. Pretty confident it's just one. Uh, so I'm just going to kind of motion, you know, cupping uh, VR Van Richten in mm-hmm. my arms and just kind of gesturing one finger up and pointing with my other hand, one finger up as if to say, you know, one person upstairs. Yes, we are going upstairs, Lustra. And I start going upstairs. Okay. Okay. There's one person up there. Now there's two. Step, step, <laughs> step, step, step. Uh, Slash will keep pace behind Tess. Right behind Tess? Right behind Tess. So the first first one up's Tess. Yes. Tess, here's what you see. You see the same kitchen you've come through a couple times at this point. Typical pots and pans hanging on the uh, the walls. At this point, you know, we're good ways past noon, so the the food prep is just not really happening at this point of the day. There's not really anyone, uh, not much going on. The fires have grown cold, that kind of thing. You also see a corpse on the kitchen floor. Hmm. And oh. its, its skull has been, like, cleanly sawed off. And there's a gentleman kind of like leaning against some of the crates in here. And he's, uh, he's got like his mask. He's wearing, you know, on top of his head, like Van Richten was in the cell. Oh shit. And he's in one hand holding a bowl and the other <gasps> hand a spoon. It's Wednesday, my dudes. And he said, Oh, hello there. Yeah! Oh, what are you folks up to? And yeah, someone's up there. looks like eating cereal. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Hello, Frank. Oh, you know my name, do you? Oh, are you? Oh, I recognize those voices or that voice. You're one of the ones from the boat, aren't you? <laughs> we're boat pals. Yeah, yeah, boat we're pals. Ro- roading those coffins together. That's right. That's right. Happy Wednesday. Oh, happy Wednesday indeed. <laughs> Indeed. You know what this fella's problem was? Is he was one of those guys that, like, remember, he, you can tell him, like, hey, what day of the week's my birthday going to fall on in 50 years? And he just knows. Turns out today's Wednesday. Sure enough. <laughs> sure enough. Sucks for him, though, but 44 <laughs> weeks in a row, I did it. Didn't miss a day, turns out. Isn't that great news? It's fantastic news. It is. This is a great place. That means they're down one dung sweeper, I assume. Oh, I don't even have to do none of the dung sweeping no, here. No, but you, but you. I don't just, think the dung sweepers were. But I the, thought he killed other dung sweepers as well. Well, it was convenient, but the important part oh, okay. was the murder and the eating cereal <laughs> from a skull. That was really the. <laughs> the murder was the important part. Yeah. yeah. Any cerebrum in a storm, I suppose. That's it. That's it. Needless to say, we're proud of you. Oh, thanks, thanks. What are you folks trying to do? A little escape, are you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I figured as much. You know, they told me you might you might be coming up today. I didn't have much of a chance to show off my skills yesterday, but he said keep a good eye on these stairs, is what he says. This guy's pretty cool, if you ask me. Turns out he took a look at me and uh, I, I share we share a, a love of eating out of skulls, is what we do. Says I could join the staff. It's, uh, I have to admit, the bite kind of hurt a little bit. Oh, dear. But it's pretty cool. Check this out. And he, like, rolls up his sleeve and, like, gouges himself in the arm with his spoon. And it starts to, like, close back over and regenerate. He's like, check that shit out, mates. It's... Wow. Oh, it's great. It's incredible. Bite hurt like hell, though, I gotta admit. How far can that thing you just did go? What do you mean? 
like you must be incredibly tough now. Like how how much mm. like how, how much could you do? Could you like rip off one of your own arms? Oh no, no. Yeah, he says uh, he says it's a quite it's a long process. You know, it's a long process. I'm not going to be like as powerful as that Captain Baker fella for a while, but. Yeah, I'm still new. I'm still, I'm getting used to the new skin, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, he says not to go too, too far. I'm not really ready for, for ripping arms off, I don't think. I don't think that's how it works. They're also really strict about feeding here. We're not supposed to eat unless he says it's okay, but he says this was okay. That's awful kind of him. Isn't it? He says, I'm a real go-getter. <laughs> Amazing. You happen, to know where, so. you happen to know where Captain Baker's at right now? Oh, most of them are asleep right now. They got something big planned tonight. Not quite sure what it is, but everyone's got to get their beauty sleep. You know how it is. That's why I'm checking the uh, guarding the doors. Guarding from? Oh, well, you know, anyone trying to get out past noon. Like you folks. I'm not supposed to let you leave. It's a shame, really. You seem like nice people on the boat, and he very just, like, nonchalantly starts to pull daggers out of, uh, from his waist. So he's really liked you, really liked you. He said I could eat out of one skull. I figure I can probably hide this body. And he's just kind of like looking at, at Merlin's lemon head coming up the <laughs> stairs. So I could fit a whole box of cereal in that thing. <laughs> Starts walking towards Merlin with two daggers in his hand. What do you do? Hold on now, Frank. Wait a second. Oh, oh sure. I mean, you already got... Like the powers, you can you can stab yourself and you'll you'll be just fine. What what else what else are you gonna get from this place? Why don't you just come with us? Oh no, I'm gonna take my chances with this fella. He's pretty nice. Says once uh once this whole vampirism thing really sets in. I mean, I figure I'm gonna move my way up this ladder right quick. I'll make a huge name for myself here. This isn't like in Martira Bay. Too much competition there, you know. Here though, the doctor says. Once my treatments are all done, I'll be able to sail around with that crew and really make a name for myself, you know? Amazing, but you're positive. Like, I, you you seem like a very big go-getter, and I mean, sure, he says you're not ready for the big time yet or whatever, but I am positive that you are strong enough to grow back an arm if someone were to cut arm, and I'm going to... Yank out my bone saw and try to chop this guy up. Oh boy! He's like, oh, that wasn't me that had that tagline. That was a different guy. <laughs> this is all roll initiative. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! So is this where I roll my D one hundred? Oh, do you fall in love with him? Maybe. Oh, shit. he's like looking at you, winking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ten or lower, and yeah, that horrible effect comes into play. What was it again? You you can attack, but max one damage? One damage, yeah, because yeah, I just don't have it in me because I love the guy too much. Yeah. Just don't roll 69. 66. Oh. Yeah, 66. Cool. You're good. You're good, well, at least on that mechanic. Plenty of other mechanics to deal with, but mm-hmm. that one doesn't come into effect. Lustra didn't mechanically fall in love with him, but I fell in love with the serial serial killer <laughs> the moment we met him. Everyone's in initiative? How are yes. we doing? Everyone's yeah. in? 20 right. or higher. What you get? 20 or higher? Anybody? Oh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Oh. 20 or higher? No. Like okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll move on. 15 or higher? 19. 19. Oh, Ooh, double 19. So who's uh, going first between two of you? Uh, I got a 14 dex. Uh, I also have a 14 dex. What? Wow. The twins are identical. What a Ooh, surprise. Uh, wants to go first? Uh, uh, you go first. 
Okay, I'll go first. Looster will go first. I was really kind of hoping they'd both say you go first at <laughs> the exact same time. Oh, well. Yeah. Tess got a 16. 16 for Tess. Merlin got a 17. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Lenara, are you in the 15 plus club? Oh, Lord, no. I'm down <laughs> at a nine. Oh, boy. Well, you beat Van Richten. Tell you that much. I just realized we're doing basically another Rainer fight. Like, yeah, that's scary. Like, oh, man. And we barely scraped by with that. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, it's going to be a fun way to start this all off. Frank, the serial serial killer, pulls two daggers out. You see, you can kind of tell by his stance. You guys have, you know, enough fighting. You're seasoned enough to be able to tell that his dominant hand is his right, like he favors his right hand. He's got two daggers. He's got this really nice, looks like a brand new dagger in his left hand. For whatever reason, is favoring this super rusty piece of shit in his right hand. Like his dominant hand's holding, oh, it looks like the worst of the two daggers, right? Find that a little weird. He sees you looking. He's like, "Oh, don't worry about me, daggers. They'll you just don't worry about that. They both stab just fine, just fine, fine, fine." And he's got the drop on you guys rolled way higher. Oh, he was a twenty me. plus. He was in the twenty plus club. Oh boy, all by himself. Great. Tess was at the top of the marching order. Yes, front of the I pack. was. Here comes. Frank, the serial serial killer. Am I going to make it past round one? Oh, let's find out. He starts walking towards you with a grin on his face. He says, oh, yeah, real sorry it didn't work out, dear. Maybe, you know, Frank from a few days ago on the boat would have thought escaping's a good idea. But like you said, this doctor fella seems to have the right idea. 11 to hit tests with a dagger. Not that time. And then he comes at you with the rusty one. Ugh. 16 to hit test. Oh, come on. You hit my AC exactly so many times. Did yes. I? That's it? Yeah. Uh, that's going to be three points of piercing damage. You got. Oh, no. Sorry. Four points of piercing damage. Sorry. Okay. That's, that's all right, I guess. And nothing else, right? And nothing else just Whoa. jabs you in the thigh with this rusty dagger. Roll for tetanus, I guess. <laughs> Roll for tetanus. <laughs> there. He says, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to bite your skull or anything. They're pretty strict about that. But I'm certainly going to knock all of yous out, turn yous in, and maybe next Wednesday I get to eat out of that big fat lemon of his. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make you snap, crackle, pop when I get the chance. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Snap, crackle, pop. I was trying to think of what kind of cereal he'd be eating. Best I could come up with was he'd have a box of Count Chocula in here because he was <laughs> yeah, fucking vampire in the box. Uh, <laughs> but may maybe I just dated myself. I don't think you can buy Count Chocula on the shelves these days, can you? Uh, technically, he was made, so I would say he's probably more likely eating Frankenberries. Oh. Uh, Lustra, it's your turn. Frank has closed the gap with Tess. Stabs her twice, misses once. What are you doing? Uh, cripes, I got Van Richten in my arms. You do. Um, I already I'm, dropped an old man once. <laughs> I, I set him down and then he, you know, felt like Bambi. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'll be like, don't go anywhere, Van Richten, and I'm going to set him down on the stairs. Okay. 
I'm just going to roll a quick deck save. <laughs> Why do these stairs smell like olives? <laughs> it was really, yeah, still a bunch of grease in the wood. <laughs> uh, he set him down on the stairs and he's like, oh, all right. I'm taking another break. My goodness, you people really can't make it very far without a little breather, can you? Can we try for a long rest? <laughs> <laughs> and then after I set him down, um, well, that's probably my object interaction, I would imagine. Um, so I probably can't draw. Would I be able to still draw my weapons? And what do you want to do? I want to draw my weapons and hit him. Hit Frank. Sure. Okay. So I'm like drop Van Richten. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I put Van Richten down and I'm going to take out my weapons and take a swing. I'm going to take a swing with my hand axe first. Straight to Frank. I was like, oh, don't, why are you doing that? It doesn't have to be like that. Be a lot quicker and easier. You just put that down. And that's going to be da, 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 minus stress 13. 13 is a miss. Okay, so that's a miss. And oh, then we're going to have to do better than that. Then here comes the big old femur with the mace. That's also a miss because I rolled a seven plus stuff. Ouch. So I imagine, ouch, I, ouch, I, ouch. imagine I swing down vertically. He dashes probably to the side and I try and do a horizontal and then he probably ducks it. Yeah, ducks right out of the way. It's all gonna be, yeah, it's gonna have to be a lot quicker than that. I have to be quicker than that. Slash, do you have anything? Um, what you got? Yep, uh, Slash, seeing Tess take a hit, um, is going to look to Tess and say, I told you, Tess, I need you to believe in me, so I will believe in you. And he's gonna go ahead and give her some bardic inspo. Ooh. So I'm going to go ahead and do a bonus action bardic inspo to Tess. Very nice. Um, and then I'm going to circle around, uh, get 10 feet from Frank, and he's going to go ahead, hold out a hand, and poison oh, spray. Oh, boy. Who could have seen this coming? No. Huh. Deck save, DC 13. Uh, con save. Con save. DC I was 13. close. I was Shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? It's not like you have anything else to keep track of. 14. Ah, 14. Uh, so I just imagine that poison spray mists out just in front of him and he just sort of waves it away. Like yeah, that. he was still ducking from the femur too. It just goes right over his head. Like, oh, you know, he's all going to have to do a lot better if you want to have a chance here. Really easy if you just all turn yourselves in. I'll go wake up the boss man. This will be all over. I'll get me promotion. <laughs> Merlin, what are you going to do? Uh, Merlin is going to take no shits from this dude going forward. So he's, he's pulling out his long sword and he's two handing it going right for Frank. Oh yeah. I got a nat 20. Oh yeah. Yeah, It's starting off strong, man. Hell yeah. Oh man. Sick. Uh, hell yeah, dude. 24 to hit. (laughs) (laughs) Some extra damage die coming. Yeah. He was about to talk shit to you two and tell you you can't do it either. And then suddenly Longsword smacks him in the shoulder. <laughs> so six plus three makes that nine. Nine total. Nine Slashing points. Damage. Slashing damage. That is very respectable amount of damage. Is there anything else Merlin wants to do? He's like, mm. oh, okay, I'll admit that one hurt a little bit, but I can take a lot of those. Should probably put that long sword down. Uh, I don't think so. We'll we'll see. Someone's someone's turning into a bull, and it's not going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Lenara, uh, Tess, sorry, Tess, you're up. Oh, finally. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I'm just going to be, like, grabbing my arm where he did it, and then I just grimace, two hands, and I'll take the bone saw and be like, I don't think you need to have both of those daggers. I'm going to try to cut off his right arm. Oh, boy. Going for the arm. All right, uh... 17 to hit. 17 is a hit. Yeah. Hell yeah. With a magic weapon, no less. Mm-hmm. Rainer's Bonesaw. 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 The one on the die for yeah. six damage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Plus great. five. Mm-hmm. And I am going to use my bonus action to spend a key point to do patient defense. Okay. Take a defensive stance. That means he gets disadvantage on his attacks against you. Is that right? Yes. Anything else you want to do? I want to look to Lenara and be like, you know what to do. Stop that healing. And I'll end my turn. That's going to bring it to Lenara then. Oh, look. I guess I'll stop that healing. <laughs> uh, she's going to move till she gets a straight line. Uh, object interaction. Pull a potion bottle. Full of booze. Oh. And she's going to at least angle it that if I miss him, it hits Merlin. <laughs> Very nice. That's right. You guys had, uh, you've got like your original mini keg, but you filled that your empty healing potions, right? Correct. Yeah. So who's got those for? Adam has one, sounds like. Yep. I'm a Miles and sl- Miles slash slash. Miles. Say that got a few one. times fast. Holy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got one. Lustra has one. David. Yeah, and so does Merlin. Merlin. Oh, cool. Very good. I almost forgot about those things. You're tossing one? Is that what I'm hearing? I'm tossing one. All righty. Give me a uh, a dexterity check here. Plus dex? 18. Oh, Ooh. that's a pretty high number. <laughs> You're throwing it at him to smash it? Talk, talk me through this. I... Oh, let's see if I have any good, good one-liners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have any good one-liners, so <laughs> instead, I'm just going to be like, hey, Frank, tricks are for kids, and then just whip it right <laughs> at his mouth. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. 18 on the check, smashes against his face. He, like, immediately smells the alcohol. He's like, oh, he said, he said, we're not supposed to booze up anymore after the, oh, oh, I don't feel so good. I don't feel so good. And he starts kind of wobbling a little bit as this look on his face like he's going to puke. Lenar, is there anything else you can do? Um, No, I'm just going to stand between him and Van Richten. Oh, good call. Speaking of Van Richten, it's his turn. Oh, are we stopping once again? Is this the kitchen? I can smell it. I can't quite see. Uh, Excuse me. uh, Have you seen my glasses before? Go up the remainder of those stairs. Is there anyone still on the stairs with Van Richten? No. No. <laughs> Van Richten. Where did everyone go? A little busy. Have I, while you're up there, if you could check for my glasses, I can't seem to find them anywhere. Have you tried the third stair from the top? One, two, three. Oh, yes, there they are. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Anytime, sir. That's about all he can do. <laughs> he mumbles for a little while and says, oh, I'll, I'll try to help you, cast a spell. And then he makes some really weird gestures. And he's like, oh, okay, 
focus <laughs> mumbo jumbo and nothing works it's magic o'clock why didn't that work which brings it back to frank oh shit <laughs> actually before i get to frank you actually get to do d4 damage to frank because you broke that glass vial in his face. Mechanically, we were actually just making a uh, we just a ranged attack roll with an improvised weapon. That's what you oh fun mechanically did. Uh, so yeah, get, get yourself uh, attack rolls d twenty plus dex, but do a d four to see how much broken glass damage you do to his face. I do four glass damage. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Max damage. maximum That's glass. Big. Very, very nice. So, yeah, that mechanically, it's a ranged attack roll with improvised weapons. So, that means you guys have disadvantage for those of you in melee. Oh. Uh, but if you pull it off, it does a D4 damage. So, that's good. Frank, the serial serial killer, takes a little bit more damage. Just threw some booze at him, which in and of itself is huge, right? That that yeah, stops that's... him from regenerating, right? That's, that's why the fucking Rainer fight was so hard. Oh, my God. It's like an extra forty or fifty hit points, depending on how long it goes. Yeah, it made a it made a massive difference. Like no stopping the regen on Rainer was rough. Uh, you guys are gonna have to keep throwing alcohol at Frank here if you don't want that regen to kick back in. But this is big. This already makes pretty big difference. But it's Frank's turn, and he kind of shakes the broken glass off his robes. You know, picks a shard out of his cheek. So, oh, I don't know what kind of crazy stuff you had in that file, but I see you all are plan on putting up a fight. Doesn't have to be like this, you know. I can just, you can just give up. I'll go turn you in. I'll get in good with the boss and I'll be over. He says all this while trying to stab Merlin in the thighs. <laughs> oh, no. Let's just be friends. Step, 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 step. Let's start with that pretty dagger that shiny left-handed dagger 14 to hit merlin that's a miss oh no the chain mail extends down to my kneecaps Uh, (laughs) oh i just got a nat 20 with the rusty one nat 20 with the rusty one oh look at that beautiful 20 that's nice Uh, that is a nice looking 20 uh oh uh, 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 uh. you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine, Merlin. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Get it We're all very confident okay. in that. Uh, pretty solid damage here. That's gonna be a total of ten points of piercing what? damage. Here. Right. This is a big Good old guy. crit. That oh, is a man. big old crit. Oh no, ephemeral. Oh boy, he p- and Yagen. Yeah, he pulls that rusty dagger out of here. Out of your thigh, gives you a big old smile. And that's going to bring it to... He kind of thinks about getting in a better position, but there's three of you surrounding him. So I think that's going to bring it back to Lustra. If I'm not mistaken, you're one of those three surrounding him. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Uh, Well, I think Lustra wanting to make sure that he doesn't go anywhere is... You know what? I'm going to spend my turn. I'm going to try and grapple him. Oh, no. Try to grab him. There you go. Oh, shit. Okay. 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 That's going to be athletics on your end. Okay. 
Ooh. So that's 19 minus stress. That's 18. Oh, that's a pretty good oh, number. Come on. Oh, pretty man. good number. We need to keep him in here. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not even kidding with my modifier. Just rolled as a 20... Two? I got a 19 on oh, the come die. On. Oh, come yeah, on. I got a 19 on the die. Look at the my This is a good... This guy's going in the special box. So a nice little <laughs> D20. No, it's it's already done so well. You should just retire it. Um, yeah, just let's like see go how out far on top. it goes. Hang it from the ceiling. I don't want to take its potential away from it. Eh, it's fine. It's fine. It's oh, fine. that sucks. I'm rolling like a beast all of a sudden. It's just a crit and a wasted turn. That's all we need. Crap, I just imagine I shoulder rush him right into his diaphragm to try and t- go around to a Boston Crab kind of position. <laughs> he just slams me on my back and I fall away. I'm like, damn. <laughs> the old Boston Crab. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic Boston Crab. You sure you don't mean full Nelson? Like, Yeah, full Nelson. We'll go with that. That sounds more reasonable. Those are basically I don't know. The I like the term thing. Boston Crab. I've never heard that before. I haven't either, but I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, just I'm going to use that from now on. Seems Put in the walls of Jericho. (laughs) (laughs) Booster's now a wrestler, clearly. (laughs) I mean, it's 6'5". Are you Googling that in the middle of combat? (laughs) (laughs) Me? No. I'm clicking on... I've got a lot of things to click on over here. (laughs) How to execute Boston Crab. That was your your action to to try for that grapple. Correct, Amundo. And I think that's all that I can do. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to bring it to Slash, then. You're about 10 feet away from Frank. What's your plan? What are you thinking? You're thinking, you guys know you got to booze them up again if you don't want that regen to kick in. But it's it's that toss-up, right? Like, what's... Do you go for the all-out burn? Or do you go for more regen? Maybe you should walk right up next to him and then walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's an option two. Option C, we'll call that one. Keep it in mind. I think you should do that too. (laughs) Hey, it sounds like a good plan. There's this little voice that's just saying, hey, you should do this thing. It's a good idea. Digging for inspiration or something? What are you doing? (laughs) I mean, would I get it? What's Slash do? Um, Slash is, 10 feet is his range. He enjoys being at 10 feet, because that means he's out of range of, of any of those nasty daggers. Mm-hmm. First time someone has a halberd, he's fucked. Yeah, basically. Um, at this point, um, Lustra's gone, he has a vial, I have a vial. Who else has a vial? Merlin. Merlin has a vial, but I don't trust him to drink it. Uh, not to drink it, I should say. Oh, yeah, that was... That's fair. Um, poor planning on our part. So... I am going to go ahead, Slash, realizing the circumstances, is going to go ahead and hurl that uh, vial of booze square in his face. All right. And I'm going to burn inspiration that I have to get advantage on that. Oh, oh, all right. Okay. Burn them resources. So that's a, uh, a D20 plus your dex. It's an improvised. D20 plus dex? Yeah. So the first, oh, I'm so happy I burned inspiration. That's a nine. And the next one, uh, that's a 13. 13 after using inspiration. That's a shame. That is not enough. That is not enough. The good news is Merlin's right behind him, and somebody might (laughs) get a little splash. (laughs) That's a good point. You're right there, eh? Yeah, yeah. Merlin, if you want, I'll give you a quick little acrobatics check to see if you can maybe 
Mid-air, mid-air consume this shot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't I take right? that? Right? Why course. not? Uh, 19. 19. Wow. It's, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you, like, you throw the vial up into the air. Somehow the little stopper comes undone mid-air and all the liquid comes out and suddenly Merlin's a little lemon head. <laughs> A fish jumping out of water to catch a fly. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so, Merlin, you get yourself a shot of alcohol. Unfortunately, Frank isn't covered in booze. Anything else Slash can do, though? Uh, not really, no. Uh, Slash will, will cuss um, and, and say to Frank, Why would you want to be a big fish in a small pond when you can come back with us? And perhaps be the big fish in a big pond. So, like I told you, I don't plan on setting in here. But once he's got me all set up, I'm going to be part of the crew. I figure I'll probably be captain a couple months. (laughs) (laughs) So ambitious. I love him. (laughs) He is. Kills all of you. You're probably going to get promoted. Hey. Oh, man, that is... Anything else mechanically you can do? Mm -mm. Anything else Slash can do mechanically? That is two of our turns that have done no damage on the round that he can't regen. Mm. Mm, That is mm, not mm. great. He's still got some booze, though. He's got plenty of booze. Speaking of booze, Merlin Carlisle, what would you like to do? Uh, Merlin Carlisle is going to go after Frank the same way that Frank went after him. So I'm going to go ahead and try and stab him in the thighs. <laughs> oh, okay. With your long sword. This is going to hurt if you pull it, it off. Yeah. Going after his honey nuts. Oh. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> All right, here we go. Two-handed long sword right onto Frank's genitals. Ooh, 19 on the die. Oh, that is a hit. You rolled a 19 and a 20 this combat. I know, I know. Jesus. Let's not talk about it too much. I don't want to jinx it. Man, no kidding. <laughs> D8, four on the die, plus three, seven. Seven slashing damage. Seven points of slashing damage. Very, very, very good. Right to the honey nuts. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> right to the honey nuts. It's going to be cereal puns all night. Uh, I hope all so. Night. Oh, man. I hope so. We're already like three or four deep. Yeah, uh, you smack into him with a sickening Captain Crunch. <laughs> Get a life. Okay. (laughs) Well, they were fun while they last. (laughs) All right. Anti-inspiration. Let's go. Anything else you can do with your turn, Merlin? Uh, You know what? Yeah, actually, we're going to... Since that one went so well, I think we'll do it again. Oh, action surge. Action action surge. surge. Uh I think this is a great idea. (laughs) Yeah, I bet you do think it's good. All right. Oh, a seven on the die. No. Uh, so that makes it a total of... Not enough. Yeah, That's not enough. Much. Yeah. Not yeah. enough. What do you mean you don't have plus 15? Yeah, right, yeah. Golly. <laughs> that is a shame. That is a shame. Would have been nice, though. Would have been nice. Uh, well, that's gone. Action surge. Gone. Anything else you want to move away out of Frank's <laughs> range? <laughs> I think I'm good where I am, yeah. All right, that's going to bring it to Tess. You're also surrounding this guy. All right. Well, Bardic Inspo, no less, from yeah. your, your your most beloved and wonderful friend, Juan T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tess like, Tess, like, makes eye contact and cringes. <laughs> um, but Merlin's got the right idea. 
she's going to go for the legs um, and she's going to take the the bone saw in two hands and just go right after those jennies and just jam it in between. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Why have you guys just decided you're killing this guy junk first? <laughs> you're going in through the eye. junk and you're going to work your way up. It's, that's how me and Merlin roll, apparently. Oh, whatever it takes. All right, that's uh, 16 to hit. That is a hit. Okay, okay. Not not a one. It's a one? Uh, uh, It's a two, so that's seven magical slashing damage. That's a big number. That's true. Big number from that magic weapon. Yeah. Seven points of magical bone saw. You take a bone saw to his... To his honey nuts. <laughs> oh my goodness. Just take it and oh, flip it around. You folks have really weird fighting stars. <laughs> Never see it coming, do you? Also, but you didn't see this coming either. Just ram an elbow right into his eye socket. Oh. Ooh. Bonus action unarmed strike. Hell yeah. Going for the other head. Oh, uh, 16 again. That's still a hit. Nothing's changed. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Okay. I've rolled ones and twos all combat. That is four bludgeoning damage. It's great. Uh, hey. From your fists? Yeah. Every little bit counts. That's fair. Anything else Tess can do with her turn? Uh, Tess can... Uh, is there a better... Um, I am going to take a step just so I'm in between Silash and the serial serial killer. Okay. Make a little shift to the right. Yeah, just keep him away from the squishy boy. Yeah. Oh, you do care. Protect I your really friends. don't. <laughs> and I'll end my turn. All right, Lenara. Frank looks at you. He's like, oh, you're going to hit me in the junk, too. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an invitation? I will pass. Thank you. Um, but I will use that opening to scoot over and for a clear shot, and I will try and frost his flakes. Oh, my with a God. Fr- I know, right? <laughs> Uh, oh, 18 on the die uh, for a 23. <laughs> Hold on. Sophie's got his, Are you Googling... No. Sophie's phone is <laughs> no, Are you not. Googling cereal brands over there? You are. <laughs> yes, you are. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Phone's in my pocket. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I, wish I, I wish I had a fucking list of cereal brands in front of me. Uh, that's four magical... Uh, Ice damage, Frost. Oh. Uh, and if he tries to run, his movement is reduced by 10. Okay. Do you have enough movement to uh, cover the door Go again? back to the door? Yes, I do. And that's Hell where I'm yeah. going to end my turn. Very nice. It's going to bring it to Dr. Rudolph Van Richten. Thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. He's going to save us. How is everything going up there? So fantastic. Yeah. Says, oh, a good old fashioned combat, is it? Let yeah. me assist you all. Does anyone require any healing? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Merlin says with uh, a rusty dagger going through his whole thigh. <laughs> Maybe a tetanus shot as well. He waves his arms in the air, says a bunch of words you've never heard before. Nothing happens. And awesome. then. He fails his deck save and goes stumbling down the stairs. <laughs> be with you in a moment. Hang in there. Take your time. We're holding him off for you. 
<laughs> That's going to bring it to Frank. We didn't get any alcohol in on him that round, did we? No. Sure didn't. His wounds start to close back up. Says, oh, there we go. That's better. My nuts hurt a lot, but <laughs> I still got a bit more in me. And with that, he's going to he's gonna try to take out, uh, where is he going to? You know why? He might as well stick to Merlin. Let's bring oh. this big old lemon head down. He's got to make sure that cereal bowl of yours doesn't get away. If anyone, <laughs> if there's anyone he doesn't want leaving, it's that guy with the giant cereal bowl. Oh, fair. Here comes the normal dagger. That's a seven to hit. It's going to be a miss. Sure is. Here comes the rusty one. 19 Please. to hit Fuck with yeah. the rusty dagger. Owie. He, like, puts his arm down below his waist and comes up in between your legs. To uh, groin shank you. To groin shank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right exactly. in the grundle. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you right in the groin. The grundle. <laughs> Tit for tat, I guess. Right in the grundle. Oh. Right in his Frankenberries. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized every cereal brand could be nuts. Like, they could just could be testicles. Yeah, it's exactly. true. Yeah. Right, right in the Reese's Puffs. It's like, true. <laughs> oh, I'm about to stab you right in the muselics, you filthy <laughs> bugger. <laughs> That's uh, three points of piercing damage. Oh. No, excuse me. Four points of piercing damage with Thank my rusty God. dagger. Okay. That could have ended much worse, so I'll take that. Yeah, right in the raisin bran. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be Frank's turn, though. He's got a bit more confidence this time around. He regens, and, you know, for a moment there, he was maybe kind of looking at the exits, considering the fact that he's pretty outnumbered, but that's going to bring it back to Lustra. He seems like he's staying right here. He's regenning. His health's going up, and y'all's health is going down. So he's staying here. Uh, I think Lustra's going to try and take his little vial of alcohol and shove it in his face. Okay. You sure you're not going to aim for me nuts? (laughs) Seems to be the popular thing to do. put it in the open wound. (laughs) I'm not going to aim for your honey bunches of oats. Nice. Very nice. Uh, it's just dex mod. Yeah, 20 yeah. plus dex. Yeah. So that's going to be 15. Uh, where are you? Uh, oh, oh, you're right next to him. Oh, that's disadvantage. Well, well, go and give me that fumble table because I rolled a nat one. With disadvantage, it's a nat one? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. A natty oh, one. Man. Oh, boy. Frank's an, a named NPC as well, though, so he could also be on this fumble table. That is true. That is very true. So did you want to hand it, the whole thing down to me and I pull oh, it yeah. over? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's you know, I was reviewing some of these the other day because there's so many in this damn, I, I shouldn't say damn, there's so many in this beautiful, beautiful <laughs> container. <laughs> oh, no. That I'd forgotten. So I was looking back over them. Dude, there's some bad ones. There's some bad ones. Oh, that Cripes. looks like a long Cripes, one. This is a long one. Uh, oh, no. The long ones, I think they could go either way with the long ones. Weave woes. All your magical items cease to function for 1d6 rounds. Do you have any? No, I don't. Lucky, lucky you. <laughs> oh, lucky, lucky you. But that would be scary. That's going to be scary in <laughs> yeah, later levels. Teaser though. for the rest of you, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, my teaser God. for the rest of you. That's in there. 
Anything else you want to do with Lustra? Maybe uh, quickly move away five feet? <laughs> uh, no, that's quite all right. I think I'm going to take my offhand attack and go and hit him with my hatchet. Oh. my uh, Yeah, my little hand axe. The hatchet, this guy. There's still a yep. chance to fumble again. <laughs> Let's roll those dice. Come on. That's a 19 on oh, the die. That's a hit. Oh. All right. Finally, to do some kind of damage. And no modifiers. That's a two. Two points of damage. Two points of non-magical slashing damage. Ouch. That's not good. <laughs> oh, boy. That's not good. Hey, but all of them count. Yep, absolutely. Oh, man, oh, man. That's that's hilarious. This is great. <laughs> uh, I was thinking in my head, it's like, ah, oh, they've got four vials of alcohol. Like, they're going to destroy it. Nope. No. Nope. We have one nope. left. One left. And uh, numbers. The drunk, you've got it. <laughs> yeah. Numbers aren't going... Good for you. Slash, uh, or Looser is there. Was that your turn? You're good? Correct, yep. Slash, what would you like to do? Slash sort of raises an eyebrow at Tess moving to interpose herself, but then realizing what she's trying to do is almost somewhat touched. Um, Not before he actually decides to take his movement and move to the open space so he gets a clear shot at Frank, still keeping 10 feet away. And he's just going to go ahead and he's going to hold out a hand. He's like, if alcohol cannot poison you, perhaps I can and cast poison spray. That's a con save. Okay. 15. Oh, Shit. that beats it. So 15. Yeah, 13 is my number. Slash looks to Merlin and, and says, we cannot allow reinforcements. I encourage you. To believe in the me that believes in you. <laughs> and he's going to go ahead and give him another bar- a bardic inspiration. Okay. All these inspirations are such backhanded. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, look at me. Look how amazing I am. Be inspired by that. Yeah. <laughs> After I miss my poison spray. I'm just so good. <laughs> I fed you alcohol last turn. <laughs> right after whiffing the old poison spray. Yeah. Look how awesome I am. <laughs> Anything else from Salash? Uh, no, that's going to be everything. Merlin, you've just been inspired. <laughs> I know. If you can call it that. It's uh, still like a tear... Tear comes from my eyes seeing all those booze on the ground. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little a shame. sad. But hey, maybe we could turn it around. Um, well, I'm kind of faced with a hard decision here. Like, do yeah. I, what do I do with my vial of alcohol? What do you do? Uh, hmm. I kind of like look around <laughs> to the group, like Shit. with the vial of alcohol. <laughs> I'm kind of like sniffing it a little bit. Like, <laughs> what do you guys, what do you guys want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> If that goes in your mouth and you're you're making out with him, that's the only that's the only thing that's gonna happen. Uh, I think uh, I think Merlin is gonna he's gonna try throwing his uh, his vial of alcohol. See if he can get him. All right, you're right up next to him. So, and here's an interesting question. I mean, I'm like I'm joking around about walking away five feet, but if you do walk away five feet and give him an opportunity attack, you won't have disadvantage on this, right? You'd have it'd be be a regular roll. Yeah. Do it from right here, though, and it's with disadvantage because it is a ranged attack. You're so close that he can kind of duck and weave and just get out of your way. He knows exactly which direction you're going to throw it, where it's going to land. Right. Yeah. So as much as I'm joking around about it, you know, something to consider. You give him an opportunity attack, and you've got a flat roll on this check. Okay. 
first first things first i think merlin is going to use his second wind Hell to get yeah. some x uh, get some hp back so that'll use up his bonus action uh all right 1d10 this is d10 yes. I, I imagine as he sniffs the alcohol that's what gives him his health back <laughs> oh a 10 oh, shit. No. a 10 that's my fighter, fighter level uh so yeah nice we get 12 oh, 12 hp man. back that's, that's almost your full health barrel <laughs> it is it really is yeah that, that's, that's awesome. that must be some good alcohol if it gave you 12 hit points yeah. daddy's back <laughs> oh, no. there's that confident merlin <laughs> see now now that plan of moving away actually uh seems very reasonable because at six hp that probably would have resulted in my death so fair Let's, uh, yeah, we'll back up five feet. Mm, mm, mm. I'll take that opportunity attack. Here he comes. Oh, I'm pretty sure that just paid off 14 to hit. Yeah, that's a miss. That's a miss. Oh, yeah, no! paid off. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, great. Now we're, you know what? We're lining it up. Got that vial in hand, like throwing a dart. Come on. Come on. Come on. Please, D20 please. plus dex. D20, D20 plus dex. D20 plus dex. Oh. I rolled a six. Uh-oh. So oh, it's an eight total. No. Wait, you have a bardic inspo. Oh, I, does that but count? That could, only a d6. Yeah, that could get you to a maximum of 14. what, like 14? We know a 13 doesn't hit, and a 16 does. Did a 15 hit? I don't remember. It's up to you if you want to use it, man. Yeah, I feel like we gotta... I, I feel gotta, like we gotta use it. Yeah. I mean, it's our last one until... like, Unless we want to fish through the bag of holding and just start dumping a keg on this guy. <laughs> Looster leaves oh, the room. A oh, one on the Bardic sense. Inspiration. A so. one. Oh, yeah. man, that Shit. is rough. Oh, Merlin throws a vial of alcohol right over Frank's head. It smashes against the wall. Like miss, Seeing it smash against the wall probably hurts more. That, that stings. That really does sting. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to mentally recover from this one. <laughs> is that going to be Merlin's turn? I think so, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm. I think learning about this alcohol was actually more cursed than helped because, like, that's at least three turns that we've done it's nothing true. that we yeah, could have been doing spent damage. Three actions throwing bottles. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, point. it could have been amazing. It's a good point. But- uh, Merlin, after your turn, next on the list is Tess, but Tess, before you have a chance to act. It's my turn. What? Wait, what? That oh. door. Uh, Lenara, that door that you're blocking, the door that leads to the, the rest of the manor, opens up suddenly. And on the other side, you can see this big old, it's a massive room. So it looks like a parlor slash common room. There's bookshelves all over the place, a bunch of tables. Big old room. And standing right in the threshold of the door is a robed, masked figure with a cudgel. Seems to have heard the encounter going on in here. Oh, God. And he's going to be swinging that cudgel next week, gentlemen. Swinging that cudgel. Oh, boy, you guys have a week to look up your serial references. Go, start now. Get them all. Find them all. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Find your vector. (laughs) 